I'm April Willis, and you're listening to the Unbound Outdoors Collective, the podcast where us ladies get to chat unapologetically about hunting, fishing, all things outdoors, and our experiences within. I'm super stoked for my next guest. Tonight, I have on my good friend, Melissa Lindsay, who most of you likely know from Instagram as Turkey Girl. Melissa and I have been friends for about seven years now, and we met through a mutual acquaintance, but we very slowly hit it off. I say slowly because Melissa and I are two very different people, and it took us quite a while to get into a good friend groove and learn to live with and be okay with each other's differences. But I think that's what makes our friendship very special. What do you think, Melissa? Well, you introduced me as your good friend, but I think that we're best friends. <laughs> I have to be very, like, politically correct on here. <laughs> Are you there, where, where you're going to offend somebody? I don't know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, our differences complement each other, and we work very well together. So, so Melissa is technically here to talk spring turkey hunting with us. She got me hooked on turkey hunting uh, quite a few years ago. We did my first turkey hunt together, and she had already been turkey hunting for a few years. So before I ask you like to teach us about turkey hunting and ask you to like spill your guts about it, um, tell everybody maybe why. Like, why turkeys? What, what caused the obsession? I grew up in Nova Scotia. I lived most of my life there and moved to Manitoba probably around 12 years ago. And um, we don't have wild turkeys in Nova Scotia. So we would be out on the countryside and see these turkeys running around. And I just thought it was the coolest thing because I've never seen that before. So when I did end up getting into hunting um, many years after I moved to Manitoba, I decided that I wanted to try to hunt turkeys. I thought it would be something neat and different to try. I didn't know anyone else that turkey hunted when I started. So you, this is, is turkey hunting your very first like hunted species? Um, no, when I first started hunting, what made me want to start hunting was I love deer meat and then I love like wild meat, I guess. Like I grew up eating it, even though my family didn't hunt. People hunted deer on my parents' property and would always give us deer meat. So it was a special treat for us to get it. Um, we'd get like one or two meals a year for deer. And then when I moved out here with my husband, who was not my husband at the time, but he hunted and we had a whole deer, which was just the best thing ever to have all of that meat. But then we would run out of it so quickly. So I decided I'm going to buy a tag and I'm going to go hunting with him. So I hunted deer, I think one year before I got into turkey hunting and I didn't even get a deer or have a lot of encounters even, but I just really loved being out there. So that's why I got into turkey hunting because I'm like, I don't want to wait a whole year to get out and go hunting <laughs> go again. again. So I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? And that's the other reason that I decided to try turkey hunting so I could get out hunting and not have to wait a whole year to go do it. And so did you hunt with or without Jared turkeys first? Well... The first weekend that the season opened, we went together, um, and it was <laughs> such a weird... <laughs> he he didn't hunt turkeys either. Like, he's hunted, but he's never hunted turkeys before. So none of us, like, the, neither of us knew what we were doing at all, and I just stumbled into finding turkeys, and we basically just, like, walked right underneath where they were roosting and set up next to them and tried to call them into decoys. So it was not successful, he had the weekend with me and then he had to go away for work. So I was on my own 
didn't like really know anything at all. I didn't have any background in hunting, let alone turkey hunting. So I just grinded out the whole rest of that season. I went on the weekends, like all day. I would just like, I would even take naps in the woods in the middle of the day. I wouldn't even go home. And one night after work, I decided I'm going to go. Like I only have like the rest of this week. I think it was a Thursday night. So I only had a few days left of the season. And I just ended up chasing the turkeys around this wildlife management area for a month almost. <laughs> like thinking I can just like put some foam decoys out that looked like garbage that I bought at Walmart. And then if I made some calls, they would come into them. No problem. So I ended up just moving around. Like I'd hear them gobbling further away. So I'd move closer and try to set up decoys and call them into them. And it was just a mess. <laughs> but then I kind of did figure out what way they were traveling, even though I didn't really know where they were roosting. And just hunkered down and one came in that night and I shot it and I thought that was going to be the hard part. But I mean, it was because it took me all season and I put a lot of time into it. But I'd also never cleaned a bird or an animal of any kind at all before either. So I got home. That was an, that was an evening hunt after work. So I didn't get home until maybe just before nine after I took some photos with my tripod and camera. And I don't think I got to bed until three o'clock in the morning because back then I didn't have internet on my cell phone. So I couldn't just quickly watch a YouTube video. I'd go into the house, turn the, get the computer on, get YouTube loaded, watch a video, go out and start cleaning. And then like, didn't know what to do next. I'd kind of forget or wasn't sure. So I'd go watch another YouTube video, come back out to the garage, clean it some more. And yeah, it was a, it was a very long night, but I'd never been so proud in my life to do that. So and you did this, like, kind of as, like, a beginning hunter. Oh, yeah. I knew nothing knew at no all. <laughs> I knew nothing at all. And back then, too, um, <laughs> like, there wasn't, like, now I feel like everyone's doing it, and there's so many resources available. Yeah. And back then, there wasn't, like, I would read magazines. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even really that long ago, so I'm maybe being a little dramatic. But, <laughs> again, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like, like there was a lot of stuff online like there is now. So I would read magazine articles and... Yeah, there was like some hunting forums. Like back then, it, I was part of the hunting forum. Oh, yeah. Which there wasn't really, I don't know, a lot of information there either. Um, there's like a lot of, like, there's a lot of good information on the forums, and then there's a lot of like trash information on the forums. Yeah, and I think that's what I struggled with because now that I have a bit of a background in hunting and fishing, like I can decipher through mm -hmm. a lot more of that. And before, I really had no clue. And I probably like misinterpreted a lot of it or like overanalyzed things too. So, um, yeah, it's, it was so long ago. It's hard to really remember what led up to that all, but my sister's always been my biggest supporter. And that's another reason that I felt so, I don't know, like confident and supported in doing this. Mm -hmm. Like she, she is a very outdoorsy person. She hunts a little bit now, but like she didn't either before. So she's like, you can do this. And was just pumping me up the whole time for Christmas. She got me a decoy and like some really basic turkey calls. She's the one that like really encouraged me back then because mm -hmm. I didn't have any friends that hunted either. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was, that was probably part of the reason that just kept me Doing going. It, yeah. yeah. I was going like, no, she was pumping me up. I would be like, no, this is really hard. Then she'd be like, no, you can do it. You can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> so after all of that, would you... Like, after being successful and doing it all yourself, would you say that turkey hunting is, like, a good beginning hunt? That like, like if you were to do it all again and you could choose the species that you would hunt your first hunt, like, being a rookie hunter, 
Would it be turkeys? Yeah, for sure. Um, Like when we were deer hunting in the fall, I mean, technically you don't need a truck, but like I used to go out deer hunting in the fall with my with my little car right. and with a, and a tarp <laughs> yes, yes. just in case I Blueberry. shot something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I'd be like jamming it in the hatchback or something. With, and I like had a tarp just in case. And there's been a lot of turkeys in the back of that little blue car too. But um, yeah, like in, you just never know what your fall and winter is going to look like. It's hard to maybe get around if there's snow and stuff yeah. like that. So with turkey hunting, like you don't really, well, I shouldn't say that actually the first year that I turkey hunted, there was actually really deep snow that first weekend. We were trudging through snow up to our knees but then after about a week, a lot of it had gone. So, but that's, that's not the norm for spring turkey, but it's easier to get around. You don't need a lot of equipment to turkey hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you really do for other things either, but I started out with, like I said, cheap decoys. Right. Um, like technically you don't even need decoys. I like them and we'll talk more about that later, but you don't need a lot. Like my first box call was $10. I had a box call. I had like a $10 decoy and camo. Like I had to pick up some clothes. And back then there wasn't a lot of option for women either. So I would wear some of Jared's stuff and right. whatever I could find that fit. Like yeah. you just grab whatever you can. Like I was wearing my deer hunting bibs at the time. And I remember as the season went on, I had to try to go into Brandon and find some camo that fit me because I was sweating so bad. Oh. <laughs> I just had to, my clothes were too warm. Yeah. But in the beginning of the season, it was great because it was cold. So you just need some camo and a turkey decoy and a call. And, and that's basically Yeah, it. and it's basically it. Like you can just go out there and sit up against a tree and have a yeah. nap. And... Yeah. yeah, it's easy. Like, well, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it doesn't have to be difficult. That's the thing, right? People make it more difficult than it needs to be half the time. Well, more so now these days too, everything's so publicized and you need this and you need that. And yeah. and I mean, I get wrapped up in that. I don't need 12 turkey decoys or however many that I have, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like to have options, even though most times I just use the same, same ones. Well, but... it's like, and how many calls do we take when we go? Oh, yeah, there's like four different calls. Yeah. And that has served us well as well. If you're having a tough time calling a bird in. That's true. And like, a, we justify it every time. Like a different call gives you a different tone and it might, it might help. Yeah. But, but yeah, technically, technically you don't need any of that. Technically like, you don't need, like, yeah. I, I, and I always say, I mean, now I'm definitely feel like I'm experienced and it's taken me a long time to actually call myself a hunter and to call myself experienced. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I always say if I can do it, anybody can do anybody it. Can. And lots of people ask lots of questions and they're like, I don't know. And no, I, if I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can. So how many years... Now that we're talking about this, I'm, I feel like I don't actually know the answer anymore. I feel like I used to, I'd be like, oh, my friend's been hunting for this many years, but how many, how many turkey seasons or years, I guess seasons (laughs) isn't right because you have your spring and your fall here. So how many years have you been turkey hunting? I think eight or nine. Well, well, I think eight. Do you remember what your first year was? No. No. Um, how many years before you and I met? It might've been, I don't know, like two years. I had two turkeys before I met you. And we hunted, so we met in 15. Did we? We I think So we 2013. I think, I think we I got met in 15, but we wouldn't have hunted together till 16. And I, I hate to say this because it sounds bad, but like it was the year I got married. And you don't remember what year you got married? No. I mean, Jared, Jared <laughs> and I have yeah. been together for so long. I don't even know how old I am half of the time. I think I remember an eighth anniversary. 
When, would you guys be married eight years already? Yeah, I think I think, so. I think we got married in 2013. I don't remember what year was the eighth anniversary, but I do remember because we actually there got being an eighth. We got married before, like we weren't friends, like before you Jared and I, and I were married. No, okay, I don't think so. Or you and Jared might have got married the year before, or maybe two years before. I think it was 2013. Okay. We'll go you know that. how you prepped me with like a few things and yeah. you're like, just, you know, I'm going to ask you these questions. You yeah. should have asked me that. And then I could have done math. <laughs> you could have like scrolled back through your phone and found it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have time for that right now. I'm sorry. Um, it, I find Next it so time. interesting though, because I used to remember like everything, like how many turkeys and like mm-hmm. just every little aspect about it. And now like, you're so, so far in. it's so, I'm so far in and I've done it enough times. Like. I just can't keep track of it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I can't keep track of all the turkey parts that I have in my garage. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to deal with these and I'm going to do stuff with them. And I'm like, I don't even know what's what out there anymore. And before, like every little, like if I found a turkey feather on the ground and I still do this a little bit, but I pick it up, like every little mm-hmm. bit of things, like it's so sentimental to me. Like, like I will, yes. And I don't, I don't know. I feel kind of like sad that it's not like that as much yeah. anymore with with that kind of stuff but after every hunt though it's every hunt i have i'm just like this this is the best hunt ever this, this is the is best the hunt best. ever through the whole season i'm like this is garbage and i don't know why i do this this is so hard right. <laughs> yes just come out to my decoys. and then at the end and i'm like i'm glad it all worked out that way because you learn more and yeah. it's just means more i feel like yeah but so after all these seasons and after after every season being the best season, which is your most favorite? What's your most favorite hunt? Um, that that was hard because you asked me this to prep me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, like I'm gonna say this one, and then I'm like, no, how could I forget? It was us together, because I mean we hunt together a lot, so how could it not be? But it was the day we were hunting one of my main properties that I hunt, and. This, I think, was the very first year I didn't really prep as much. Like, I would scout and I would I would have all of their, like, patterns, patterns everything. everything. Like, I would know everything they're doing. Uh-huh. And I'd have ground blinds set out for weeks and multiple ground blinds. And this year, I don't know what we were doing. Um, I think it was, like, three or four years ago. But we were busy. We were busy that spring mm-hmm. and we didn't have time. And we... I, I know you scouted like you knew where they were. I went out like two or three different nights and watched them a little bit. Yeah. Um, And I mean, for the most part, I kind of like they, they do a lot of the same stuff every year. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't my main, main property that I used to hunt. But yeah, so we went out. And I'm like, okay, I think I, I have an idea of where they're roosting, but I don't know exactly where they're roosting. Yeah. So we, I didn't have a ground blind pre, I did, I did. I set up a ground blind that night or I went in earlier than the day before at lunch you, or something. You went, no, you and I sent it up, set it up the night before. Did we set it up together? Yes. Oh yeah. Cause you stayed over that night. Yeah. And then we set it up together. Uh-huh. So like the night before. And I remember like we went in there the night before and I remember going in there the next morning and be like, this is not what I, well, it was dark. Like it's dark. You, Cause you we have walk no in, idea what's going on. I like to walk in. <laughs> depending on where they're roosting and stuff too, because we like to try to get as close to roost as possible. Yeah. So yeah, so it was like pure dark when we walked in there. But so yeah, we set it up the night before, which is, I have never done this. Now in more recent years, we don't always use ground blinds, but we were both together and we wanted to film it. So we're yeah. like, we we need a ground blind. Yeah. So we set it up and then, I mean, you remember, but we took our stuff and we walked out to the ground blind in the dark and 
I thought that the turkeys were roosting a little farther east than where we set up. I'm like, this is a great spot because they're they got to be roosting close to here. Yeah. There's this opening in the middle of the trees, yes. and <laughs> I know, like during the day, I know they like to come and like to strut in here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're walking through, and then all of a sudden, these turkeys start gobbling over top of our heads. Yeah. And my heart sunk. I'm like, we are done. Like, this is yeah. they. This is what happened the first day I went out turkey hunting ever, right. where we walked through their roost site yeah. and set up right beside them. I'm like, there's no way. They're there's, not coming now. They're, yeah. Like, we've messed it up. So, but what are we going to do? Yeah. Do you remember all the, like, things that went wrong? In the oh, morning? yeah. That's what I was going to say next. So we walk in, and I'm like, oh, was it the chair first? I get into the ground. No, the chair's last. So we get out there and I'm like, oh no, I left the Jake decoy in the Jeep. We need it. We need it. We can't do it without the Jake decoy. So I'm like, I'm going to sneak back and get it. So we've walked through these birds twice at this point. Yeah. No, three <laughs> if times. they haven't seen us, in, like, I don't out, know what. In, three times. We walked through them. And so I got it. I'm like, okay, yeah, we got it. Whatever. It doesn't matter anyway, technically, because we've messed this hunt up already. Right. And then I get in there and we're both bow hunting and it's a small ground blind. Yep. It's the little dog house blind from a Maristap. Yeah. So there's no room in there with our little crotch stools as there is anyway. <laughs> and you have a giant lawn a chair lawn set chair. up in there. And I'm like, how are we going to sit in here and both double up on turkeys? We were hopefully, this is the first time we've ever tried to like shoot at the same time. Yes. It's always like you shoot and then we're going to do another hunt and then yeah. you're going to get the next bird. Yeah. And we're like, no, no, this is going to be the day. Yeah. We're going to double. Yeah. So I'm just like super upset about this. <laughs> like, this I remember you were not happy. So with me. much stuff happening this morning, and uh, back then I like I needed to have everything perfect. I needed to like, I mean the hunts don't always play out that you want, but you yeah. I always wanted to try to set myself up for success as much as possible because I didn't want to mess up any opportunity I was given. Yeah. So I just wanted to make it as perfect, basically. So anyway, we are in there, and we're I'm just like whatever. We'll just sit here for a bit, and then we'll go move we'll go do something else later like didn't think this is going to happen also i felt like that spring i didn't have as much time to hunt or something like what else were we doing that i felt very busy i have no idea but i'm like i'm were not we fishing yeah we would have been kind of into fishing at that point maybe a little bit but I don't, there's I don't remember. uh we were probably planning a banquet and stuff too oh and maybe like i don't know i think there's lots going on but I was that I had also told myself and you, I said, I'm not going to be fussy. If it's a mature Tom, yes, yeah. I'm shooting it. Yes. I remember that. And I, but I did know there was like a pretty big guy in there too, but I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like I, we're not gonna, we're not gonna mess around this year. Yeah. So anyway, we're sitting there not for very long. It's still like a little dark out and the birds start flying down. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. This is like kind of happening. This is early. They're not just flying down. They're like flying down over top of our heads and landing right in front of us. Mm -hmm. Like the hens. And they're just milling around in front of us. And then um, we heard this loud thunderous gobble right behind us. And I'm like, oh my gosh. They're, they're, he's, I think he's they're coming. Here, yeah. He's come. <laughs> no, like he's not just even here. Like he's working his way in here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like nothing ever works out that perfectly. But he walked right into the decoys and I seen him. I'm like, nah, I don't want him. You shoot him. And I was going to, I was going to shoot first. I think we had, yeah, you would talk to yeah. but just because it was my property. But yeah. But yeah, so I said, no, you shoot, you shoot him. And you didn't like skip a beat at all. Like he walked into the decoys, he stopped, you fired an arrow at him and he just dropped in the, on the spot. And, um, I was like, holy cow. Like I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> Do you remember the jinx came in like beating him up? Oh and, yeah. Oh, like guy. usually if you shoot a turkey with a bow, 
they because we we normally do a broadside broadside shot on a turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll run a bit. Yeah. But uh, this guy dropped on the spot. He just like stood there and like flopped over sideways and like <laughs> fell over. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like, oh my god. And I think it, it was raining or something, wasn't it? It was. It, it was. Yeah. It was just starting kinda, a little bit. Yeah. That's another good reason to hunt out of a ground blind. Because you can not be soggy all day. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I'm like, you run out there and grab him really quick and bring him back in here in case oh, another... Because yes. we were like, another Tom might come in. So, like, grab him and get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll try to shoot another one. So we waited for a bit. And they the, the ones that were around were working their way away. So we're just like, well, let's... We got to deal with this bird now. Yeah, we're out of here. So, I mean, it was still early. Like, the light was still low. Like, mm-hmm. it was like legal shooting light. I don't know what time it was, but... It's written down somewhere because I did a post. I was so proud. Like, yes. earliest we've ever tagged out. Like, who's ever tagged out at 6.30 before or yeah, 6 o'clock it, or yeah. it was whatever like time right, it was. I think it was right after Legal Light that oh, probably like just kind of... Probably like five minutes at yeah. most. Yeah. So, yeah, we took a few quick pictures because, like, the lighting wasn't great and we weren't quite as fussy with pictures and stuff back then. Yeah. But, <laughs> and maybe it was starting to rain at that point too, but... This is a very long-winded, like, favorite hunt because it's like a two-parter. It's a two-part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, well, let's go home and celebrate and have a drink and clean this bird. We'll just hang out and it's a nice day. Like, our day is done. Yeah. Kind of. Like, the hard part's done. And um, so in that area, there's a grouse lack that we were watching. Oh, the yes. sharp tails. There's yes. one spot. And we stopped and watched them for a bit mm-hmm. after we shot this turkey. And then we're like... Oh, we just love them so much. Like, we got to go find another lack. So I said, well, let's try some of these spots. And we drove down to a wildlife management area. And um, we never hunted it or anything before. But I'm like, oh, there's probably sharp tail down around there. Like, we've seen them in the area. And we had chips and salsa with us, I guess, for lunch. And, and cheese. And cheese. Yeah. So we're like, let's have our lunch. And we were sitting there. And on the adjacent property to the WMA, there was a Tom by himself. Strutting. I remember that. And you're like, oh, oh, look at that. Look at that Tom. We got, we got to hunt that. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, no, because like, I don't, I don't know this property. I don't know these birds. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, uh, you're getting me all pumped up. So like, yeah, you're definitely, (laughs) you're definitely good that way. Like you're always getting me out of my comfort zone and we always have these weird adventures, but, but we're sitting there and I'm just like, no, 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 no. I just want to go home. It's raining. Also, I don't know what to do. And then I don't know what happened. You must have just said it enough times. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So we moved the Jeep up to like the tree line, like further down. I had black on because we were in the ground blind. Yeah. Changed out of that into full camo. You were wearing some old clothes <laughs> of Brennan's, which wasn't and such I a... had that orange. It was <laughs> orange everywhere. And I was like, I didn't... I didn't notice in the moment, like, before when we were planning this. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have gone out there because I'm really, like, particular about that. Like, turkeys have really good eyesight. Like, we're not perfect with how we dress, but, like, I would never wear bright orange out turkey hunting normally. So we get out there and I look over at you after we find a tree, like an oak tree, Uh at the edge of this field in this WMA. And we're sitting up against this tree. We got kind of settled in up against it next to each other. And I'm bow hunting too and uh, I look over at you and you have like all this orange on you I'm like what why are you wearing orange and I don't know why I didn't notice that before so I was laying my decoy bags over top of you yes. to try to cover the orange this is and this is after I crawled out belly crawled out 20 yards yeah and put that decoy out yeah because that Tom 
we weren't calling him at that point, but I think he was working his way over. Yeah. I don't know if he, or if that was just the way that he wanted to be. And it was kind of like, there were like little, um, little hills all the time. So he would like come over a little hill and then I'd have to stop and we would have to just sit still. And then he would kind of go down into a little dip and you're like, crawl, 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 go. Yeah. I remember that now. Sorry. I had to readjust my legs, but so yeah, we, uh, we didn't see any other turkeys at the time, but then there were, there were some other birds. There were there were a few jakes that came from, like, really far away. We called them from, like, we were calling for, we were out there for maybe an hour before some of the birds actually came in. But these jakes came from somewhere, like, two miles away at least. They came running over. And some hens came in. I used to remember this story perfectly. But it's been so long now. But, um, yeah, they came over. And there was a different tom. Like, the jakes came through with some hens. Oh, and then yes. this one tom came. Yep. And the first tom we seen, he had, like, a missing tail feather. Mm-hmm. And this Tom that came in first um, to the decoys, he didn't. And I was like, oh, that's that's not the same Tom. There's yeah. a different Tom. And they just kind of skirted the decoys a bit and walked by us. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, that sucks. Like, we came so close. Yeah. But it was still very cool. Like, I was still pretty pumped about it. And then you could hear another gobble, like, behind us. So that first Tom worked his way. Like, we were sitting, like, there's a hill kind of behind us. Like, mm-hmm. this tree big hill. hill. Yeah. And, um... So he was behind us. He ended up, this group of turkeys all kind of met up in the field and came in front of us and then went into the woods. And then this other Tom came down from behind us, yeah. down this hill in the same woods. Yeah. They met at this little point in the yes. field, had yes. a big scuffle with each other, <laughs> and they all burst out of the trees. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's the two Toms. That's the first one. And then he ended up seeing the decoys. Yeah. And he just waddled right over to the decoys. <laughs> and then um, he came in by himself, mm-hmm. I guess. So I ended up, I, you were saying, so you were like trying to talk me through it. You're like, yeah, yeah, he's turned, you can shoot, like something like that. Like you, cause he was, we were waiting for him to turn cause he was just strutting all around the decoys. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you were trying to help me with positioning and stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah shoot. And, um. I was just shaking so much. Like, that's my first encounter ever, like, not hunting in a ground line yeah. with a bow. And oh, like, we were, like, literally, like, if we were somebody, in the wide open. If somebody would have driven up on us, they would have been like, what, what are, are you doing? Yeah, we just Like, you're, really... you're, okay, cool, you're wearing camo, but you're just, like, sitting up against a tree in, like, short grass. We kind of looked around trying to find, like, a good spot to sit, but there really there wasn't, wasn't anything. Yeah. And we couldn't really get any closer without the birds seeing us so we're yeah. just like let's just sit here yeah. there was like long grass in front of us yeah um because it was just everything was dead at that point but like yeah because everything was dead at that point we're lucky to have that long grass yeah so yeah he came in and i i shot him and he <laughs> did a somersault in the oh, air yes i remember that and then landed there mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh my gosh like you, did it. you yeah. actually, like, we didn't plan to videotape that because we were just running through the bush and mm-hmm. sitting in the field, but, um, you videotaped it on your cell phone. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Cause I remember, I think I remember you saying something to me, like, as in, you know, like make sure that you're not moving around. Yeah. And, I seen you yeah. with your phone out and I'm like, you're going to mess this all up. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, and then is, yeah, when I shot this guy too, um, all the other birds seen him flopping on the ground and mm-hmm. that's just something they do. Like they see their friend flopping around. They got to just come over there and beat him up. Yeah. Keep beating him up. But, yeah. but yeah, so we're just like, holy cow. Like it was, this was all before, like this was probably by 
10 o'clock? I think so, yeah. At least. Like, like, I think we had photos done and we were on the way home at noon. Oh, yeah. We were definitely home by 12 o'clock, yeah, yeah. which is like a half an hour away. Yeah. So, yeah, we were pretty proud of ourselves that day, I think. I know I was pretty proud. I think you were pretty proud, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, everything, like, nothing, I don't think nothing's ever worked out that good since then. No. Like, just birds came in and, not that the second hunt was easy, like the first one, they just walked right in, but. Yeah. But, yeah, like. First day, opening day. That was opening day. Double, it, I remember that. because Doubled the, up with bows on opening day. Yeah, not, exactly. Not what we wanted to do. We wanted to get them out of the same, like, at the same time. As, yes. We've still not done that yet. No. But, um. But yeah. we doubled up at least in the same morning. Yeah. 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 I so do it was good. that now. That was, that was wild. Yeah. I think afterwards, I was just like, I keep saying, I was just like, um, it was so, it was such a, a release afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. there was so much suspense and, like, uncertainty and it actually worked out. Yeah. And I just, like, started, like, shaking and I had, like, tears in my eyes. I was kind of like... Aww. sobbing almost. I yeah. was like, oh my goodness. But yeah, you videotaped that too. <laughs> did I? Oh, I did. I, I think because I was like, why are you crying? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, it's just a release. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like it was... so much excitement and everything and the adrenaline yeah. and then, yeah. and then it's like all over all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know what to do with myself after that. <laughs> yeah. I think that there's, uh, it's going to be hard to top that one. Yeah. That was a pretty cool hunt. And now it's hard to go back to, there's some days that I'm just like, I don't have time to mess around or Mm -hmm. I always say this. I don't have time to hunt all the time. Yeah. Even though I love it, like we're adults and you can only do so much, but I'm not against going back to shotgun hunting. I probably will at some point, Mm -hmm. but once you've shot so many with your bow, like, I don't know, it's just hard. Yeah. It's not that it's better or anything like that. It's just, I don't know. It's like, we're just what you prefer now. Yeah. It's just my preference. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. Um, okay. Well. That was a long one, wasn't that it? That was a long story. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, well, I guess. Uh, Are we done now? No, let's, let's, uh, you don't get to tell any more stories. We got to oh. give the people what they want. Oh, those are the best ones. So, because you're, you're my, my resident turkey expert. <sighs> okay. We got to, we got to give them what they want. So my... say we'll do, we'll do your turkey tips and stuff now. Okay. You'll te- you'll be you're teaching us. <sighs> so say say I'm a novice turkey hunter, but well versed in hunting in general. So like take us back to when I first started with you. <laughs> so I know what scouting is in theory. I know how to set up blinds. I've been practicing with my bow. So talk us through preseason scouting, what I'm looking for, what I should do to set my su- set myself up for a successful hunt and a harvest. So essentially, I want like a little I'd, bit of I'd love I'd love for the ladies that are listening to this to be able to walk away from this portion of this episode with like enough confidence and knowledge to go do a DIY. So teach us your ways. When I first started turkey hunting, I used to, you know, like with a lot of scouting, I mean, I don't really know what the the best way to answer this is, but I used to think for whatever reason that I needed to be like boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I have learned over time that I don't want my boots in that ground at all. I don't want to be in there, you know, pressuring the birds and stuff like that. So like for turkeys, what they're going to do after they are waking up in the morning, they're roosting in their trees. Um, they're going to come and 
um, they're going to strut and visit and they're going to go to their food source generally in the morning. Mm. And they're going to come out into the fields. Like they're going to come in, they're going to want to get some sun and they're going to want to visit and have a snack. And in the spring, they're going to want to do some special visiting with each other. Some special visiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I like to be up when the sun comes up. And I mean, I am very, very lucky. I know this. And the reason I am relatively successful is because I live in a really good area. Yeah. And not everyone's going to have that. And people are going to be listening to this hopefully from all over. But um, in Manitoba, like Southwest Manitoba, is the spot to be turkey hunting. Yeah. Um, there's just getting to be a lot of turkeys around this area, even more so from when I started. Right. But I like driving around. Like, I've already, I, I can I can technically start on my way home from work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know, like I'm always doing it. And it's going to be harder for other people. But um I'm driving around. I'm on. People have asked me to for like, um, what kind of food sources and stuff do you look for? And I don't look for a specific food source. Um, I haven't personally um, attributed to where the turkeys are to any specific food source. Mm -hmm. Um, They're changing every year, I find, and in, in a lot of the spots. And the turkeys are still coming back to the same area. It doesn't matter what the crop is each year. Right. They have their spots that they prefer for whatever reason, I'm not really sure what it is, but I drive and look for turkeys. And when I'm seeing them in the morning or in the evening, like dusk and dawn, then I'm assuming that they're probably going to be roosting somewhere close to there. And if you're listening as well, um, if you're close enough, if you're like driving on a dirt road, then you can get an idea even more so where they're roosting because you can hear what direction they're gobbling from because they're usually pretty vocal in the mornings, um, especially I think more so in the morning than the evenings from what I found. So I like to drive and scout and we do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, Once I have kind of figured out what area they're in and what way they're traveling, um, sometimes too, like I've gone out and scouted and I don't even necessarily always stay in my vehicle, but I'll go to an area and I'll get out and maybe just sit and watch from a distance to see what way they're traveling from. Like I'll move from my vehicle if I need to, to get a better vantage point. But when we're hunting and setting up our spot as well, like I still try to get as close to the roost as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that's, that's where they're going to be. Right. Um, and then too, if you're like, even it's not, it's, I like the morning and evening, but even if you see where they are midday, like that's giving you a lot of intel as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll come back to the same areas for whatever reason, but that's how I start with the scouting. What was the next part of it? I don't know. What comes next? What comes next? <laughs> well, I, I try to set up where they're roosting. Yeah. Um, I had mentioned earlier that I like to hunt with decoys. Right. Um, and this, I think you said earlier, is mainly about spring turkey hunting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, turkey hunting in the fall is definitely different and maybe we'll talk about it in the fall sometime um, for fall hunting. I don't get to do as much fall hunting. I like spring season and in Manitoba we get one tag a year. Mm -hmm. So if you tag out in the spring, you don't get to hunt in the fall. Um, But there's been a few springs that I haven't tagged out. So we have hunted in the fall. But um, so yeah, I like to have my decoys. I prefer my setup would be I like a Jake and a hen decoy, mm-hmm. and most times I'm using a laydown hen decoy. And are you, so your Jake, is that like a strutting Jake, or is it like a, not submissive, but you know what I mean, like a calm Jake, or is he yeah, like he, alert and... Yeah, he's not like, yeah, I don't even know what the name of the one is. He is he the one that's got like his tail is like halfway up and his head is kind of... No, I've been using the last few years the DSD decoys. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Avian X decoys before mm-hmm. and I really liked them as well. I had one that eventually it stopped like, infl- like it would deflate. Yeah. Like it would like lose air. 
But um, the Dave Smith decoys um, have definitely taken a good beating from the turkeys. Yes. Um, they've taken some pellets from some other <laughs> from some hunters in the past as yeah. well, and um, you can't even tell that they've been shot or anything like right. that. But yeah, I guess the main Jake that I'm using now, it's just. Um, it's just standing there. It's kind of hunched down a little bit. Okay. I don't know what the name of it is, honestly, but it's it's their first Jake that DSD made, and mm-hmm. it's I think they have another one now that's more of a posturing one mm-hmm. that's, like, kind of starting to strut. Right. But that one has worked out really well. I like it. I tend to, when I go with decoys, I have, like, I have the big Tom decoys. Mm-hmm. Um, we have got some birds over those before, but I, the last two years haven't taken out as many hunters just because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I don't get to like prolong my hunts or like try different things as much anymore because I don't have as much of my own time to hunt. So you kind of want to get it done. I, I hate to say it like that, but yeah. I mean, I'm not getting my hunt done per se. Like if I tag out on a bird, then I can take other people out. So yeah. I'm still hunting, yeah. but I like to try to not mess around. Like I haven't been as picky with what I'm shooting for birds. Like I would a lot of times wait for a bigger one mm-hmm. just because I can, but now I don't do that so much anymore. Mm-hmm. As long as it's a mature Tom, I'll shoot it. And and last year I shot a Jake. It was my first Jake. Right. It was the last day. So Oh, I, I remember that. That was, that was a long season for both of us. I remember the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Get your butt down here. There's yeah, more birds. I need you now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I tend to, a lot of times, I, I describe myself when people ask me about hunting, like I'm a, it's weird to say, but I'm a passive hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of running and gunning. I do my scouting. I do my waiting. I feel confident with what I've scouted Mm -hmm. and I'm fine to sit and wait for those birds to come to me because like I said, in the past, we've chased those birds around the woods and then it just makes them spookier and harder to hunt. And I just am normally bringing other hunters to that area Mm -hmm. and I just like to keep them as calm as possible. Yeah. Now, sometimes we'll go to a new property or a wildlife management area and we're just going at it and just give her. And we're like, we're never coming back here again. So (laughs) sorry to the other people that want to come hunt here later, but we're messing stuff up. Um, So, yeah, I like to err on the side of caution and I like to use like more submissive things Mm -hmm. in the spring. I I love the lay down hen. Like she's worked out really, really well for us. You love her and so do all the boys. (laughs) They really do. They really do love her. They really do. Um... So yeah, I, uh, I like to mix things up a little bit and I, I hunt every other thing this way and fish this way too. Like if it's working, like I, that's using it, I use it. And that's what I always start with. Like if I've caught a bunch of walleye on a certain lure, Mm -hmm. like that's what I'm tying on first Yeah, and I'm trying it for whatever reason. And and I do that with turkey hunting too. I'm like, this is what normally works for me. I'm going to give it a good go with these decoys. And if they're not receptive to it, then we're going to mix it up. Yeah, then we'll change. And so that's why I tell people, because they're asking what to buy for decoys. I'm like, like the breeder hen set, um, like the breeder set, like the Jake and the hen. Right. Um, I would recommend those two. Um, I don't know. And then someone will ask me, like, if I can only buy one decoy, what would you get? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Like, I've had a lot more birds come in and interact with my Jake. But are they doing that just because that that breeder hen's next to them? Yeah. Like, right. would they still come in and want to beat him up if that hen wasn't there? Yeah. So, I don't know. If he was alone by himself, would two two other toms or two other jakes want to come and beat him up? Yeah. So, I flip-flop on that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'd say. Buy two. Just save up and buy two. There you go. And don't buy, <laughs> don't drink coffee for two weeks. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and buy two. Some. Yeah. 
But but they like when I first started hunting too, I started with um, the foamies, mm-hmm. and I got rid of those pretty quick because I could not get birds in close with those things. I wonder what it is because they look like crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what I could afford at the time. And and yeah. Jared even said to me like, "You're not buying an expensive bow, and you're not buying expensive decoys. You're probably not ever going to do it again." And now here I am. Yeah. But um, so that's fine. Like I started out with like the basics and then and and just add it to my collection over the years like I said we've been doing this for nine-ish years something yeah. like that so it takes time to collect all that stuff um but yeah so when I first started hunting like there were not great options for decoys like Avian X was like the best that I had access to at the time anyway mm-hmm. and one of the onlys yeah so um so that's what I started out with and I collected a few of those and then um and then I just wanted to try some new ones and went with the DSDs. Um, but yeah, so, and those are more expensive, but I'm getting off track again. Cause I love talking about this stuff, but, um, they make better, like their decoys. There's the way more selection now than there used to be like flex tone. I think I noticed has a good like set, right. um, flambo maybe has a set that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's more options and it doesn't have to break the bank cause the DSDs yeah. like you don't need them. You don't need to save all your money and go get DSDs. Mm-hmm. Like you can shoot birds with the with, with the other ones. Yeah. yeah, with the flex tones, totally fine. They look pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. They look like they're good quality. So, yeah, you don't have to break the bank to get turkey decoys. <laughs> um, so as far as that goes, like the decoys, I really like. Um, I would love to learn how to use a diaphragm call, like a mouth call. Yeah, because then there's less movement and um, it's just. Yeah, it's just easier. You can be ready to shoot and stuff like that. But yeah. I I still use, like, I still have my, my cheap box call. Like, I really like mm-hmm. that. Um, but then we've gotten some other custom box calls made that yeah. um, they're not that expensive. Like, I personally like, like box calls um, because I can use them better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes it, slates are tough. I have a tough time with them. I can't do it. Jared can use them perfectly. He's got, great at like, it. We have, I think, uh, three or four slates and I can use two of them. Like I, the slate, the custom slate that I got Brennan, I can use that one really well. And then I can use that slate that my dad made me with the turtle shell. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. I, those are the only two. The other one that we have, like I, for whatever reason, I just can't like, I can't get the angle on the uh, stylus. I just can't get it figured out quite yet. So, and I'm not like, we've already got two other ones that are easy to use. So I'll just use those ones. I just, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like I said before yeah. with your decoy setup and stuff like that, like that's how I feel about my, my box calls. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I have a few naughty beaver, um, game calls, mm-hmm. a guy out of Ontario makes them and I like them. So I mm-hmm. don't, I don't know, like I'm done, I'm done collecting. Like I have. But are you done collecting? I've been doing good. Like the last few years, what have I bought for turkey hunting? I'm not sure. <laughs> Nothing, I don't think. Besides maybe some clothes. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's the other thing, camo. Like I feel really lucky that we have our DSG camo now mm. because like I said, the stuff I was wearing before didn't fit me. And that's a thing with turkey season as well. Like it's in a weird time of the year where you need all the different like temperature type yeah. clothes. You need like you need to be wearing like a full on snowsuit for the morning, and <laughs> you then do. you need to. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and then you need to be able to go down to like 
I don't know, hot weather gear. Oh yeah. Like a tank top pretty much. Pretty much. Because it's like literally all of the all of the different temperatures in one day. There was that one day last year that I was in a t shirt. Yes. I just couldn't even handle it anymore. I was sitting in the ground blind <laughs> in a t shirt. I thought I was gonna die. It was so hot. Oh my gosh. So you need to have a few different options for like yeah. the temperatures and stuff like yeah. that, I guess. And um I mean we've gotten called out for this on the internet when we first started hunting and back when stuff used to hurt my feelings. Yes. When people would call you out for yeah. whatever opinions they mean. Yeah, that heaven, you that heaven forbid one of you is wearing <sighs> camouflage and the other one's wearing black inside the tent. Yes. So, I mean, I generally, I am more anal than you with that stuff, oh, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. But, um, like, I used to fully have my face covered. Mm-hmm. I stopped wearing face paint because then I go into the gas station later, I might have paint on my face, and then people are like, People what? are wondering. Yeah, so I, I like wearing the masks, personally. I'm okay with the face mask, but, like, I don't wear gloves. Like, a lot of things that you read will tell you, like, you need to be fully camoed. Yeah. Um, when I first started hunting, I would take, um, like, camo duct tape. Right. And, like, put it over top of, like, colored logos. Because oh. back in the day, everything <laughs> had pink all over it, right? Yes. So I would literally duct tape pink all over all any color on me. Yeah. I don't worry about that anymore. Right. And we still kill birds, but... Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I still am to the belief that you should err on the side of caution and try to do everything you possibly can because yeah. you might get that one chance and you don't want to blow it. Yeah. Like, especially the last few years, it's been grindy. But, but yeah, so I'm not super particular about that, but you do need to have, in my opinion... There's always exception to the rule. Lots of people probably wear jeans and plaid when they go out and shoot turkeys. Lots of people drive around in their trucks, shoot them off the side of the road, too. Yes. So, I mean, those are the people that are going to judge you for sitting in a ground blind uh-huh. with a bow. Right. So that's why I don't care what people say anymore about what I do, because I'm out there having a good time and yeah. shooting birds. Yeah. Legally. Legally. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, some good camo and calls camo decoys. Um. People talk about, like, calling as well. Right. Um, I'm a horrible caller. I mean, some people are like, well, you're not. But, like, I don't do anything special. I, yeah. I, uh, I mean, you let a few rips out on a box call and keep ripping. And I try to, I mean, I second guess everything I do all the time. Yeah. Less now with turkey because we've been out there a lot. And I spend a lot of time out there with them. Like, in the winter, we trap moose and turkeys. Mm-hmm. I'm always watching them and... Then they're like, I get the opportunity because, like I said, I live in a good area, but I just don't know. Like, I feel like I kind of like understand if they're not vibing with it or if they're upset about something. Like, I can kind of pick up on that. Sometimes I, so it's hard to talk about what to do in any situation. Like, you just it depends on what the birds are, how they're acting that day. Yeah. For um. Sure. Again, I err on the side of caution a lot of times with my calling too. Like, I'm usually not aggressive because the first weekend again, every time a turkey gobbled, if we could get one to gobble. I would, I would call, I'd call, 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 call back. And he'd gobble and I'd start calling and he'd gobble and I'd start calling. And that first one, we went back and forth for probably a good half an hour. And then he decided this is stupid. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm out of here. And he never came in. He was so close, but he wouldn't come into the decoys. And then I did end up reading something after because I'm like, what am I doing wrong with these turkeys? I don't understand. Um, over calling like you're gonna like yeah i always say too like you want to play hard to get yeah you have to like leave leave something yeah. for leave something to be desired or and it's it so hard when they're gobbling like you just want to talk it's to so them exciting it's yeah. so exciting you're like oh he's talking to me he's talking to me you yeah. gotta talk to him but that first turkey that i shot i'm like okay don't don't call like he i could hear him gobbling like 
at least a mile or more away. I'm like, he sounds like he's in the alfalfa field, which is on the whole opposite side mm-hmm. of that WMA. So I heard him, he, he gobbled when I called, when I got set in. And I'm like, okay, don't call, don't call. The, the, the magazine said, yeah. <laughs> don't, <laughs> the magazine. just wait. I forget what it said. Like, wait, if he calls, like, wait five minutes or something like that. Oh my gosh. So I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I had like a probably, I don't know if I had like a flip phone or a Blackberry at the time. And Jared was at the airport waiting to board his flight to, to leave. Like oh. he was still in Ontario, I think at that point. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I texted him. I'm like, he's gobbling. And I'm like, oh. And then I, I'd call again. Like, I don't know if I waited five minutes. I probably was trying to time it because I wanted to do exactly what the magazine said. Yeah. And then I'm like, he's gobbling again. I can just remember the text. And he's like, good babe, good babe. <laughs> good job, good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I like waited again. And then, but then he was completely silent. Like, oh. he gobbled two or three times at the most. Uh-huh. And then that last stretch, like, he didn't gobble at all. And then all of a sudden, I could see a silhouette moving behind these trees ahead of me. And I'm like, oh, he's here. And I texted Jared, he's here. And then Jared didn't hear from me until after I, I think I called my sister first, actually, before I let Jared know I shot him. But um, but he came in quiet. Like, you have to be careful. You can't yeah. get too comfortable because you think maybe they've left. Mm-hmm. And he, they, they could still be there. They could be just, like, waiting Sneaking. to come in. They could be silent. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just try not to be too aggressive with my calling generally. Right. But then there's times where we're just like, screw it. Hail Mary. Yeah. Let's yeah. just try something different because yeah. nothing we're doing is working. Right. And there are some times we've just done some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if what you could call it. It's probably not clucks or purrs or yelps. That is just a whole new language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just the more time you spend out there, like mm-hmm. ever, like most stuff I've learned is just from being out in the woods that much. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just, like I said, lucky to have that opportunity. Like, we'll go out after work. Like, every day I would go out after work mm-hmm. and sneak in a hunt. And then hunt all day on the weekends for, for many, many years. And then that's a good thing, too. Like, there's been times where I've tagged out opening morning. I'm like, this is this sucks. Like, now I'm done. Now it's over, yeah. And then I think that's, besides you, because we were, we were, like, filming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and that's how we met each other through our friend Ryan, yeah. and um, and we were doing a little of that, and we so we were trying to get like content. We were hunting together, and then I went bear hunting with you, and yeah. so I didn't really think of it as like mentoring when I took you out. Like we were just hunting together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd never turkey hunted before, but I mean that was only my third year turkey hunting. I didn't feel like a mentor at the time. Yeah, but um, I mean that was a good thing. Like that's why I started taking other people out hunting because I'm just like. Back you then, learn so much more too. That's because there's more time for me in the woods. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think someone asked me, like, can you take me turkey hunting? I'm like, I guess so. Let's go out. Like, yeah. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I got lucky mm-hmm. and shot some birds, basically. And then, yeah, like, that's how that's how I learned turkey hunt mm-hmm. was by taking other people out. Yeah. And we're kind of learning together. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. Um, I cover most of the stuff. Like, it's, it's so. still pretty basic, but yeah. I don't know. Like there's not, there's really not a whole lot to it. Yeah. That's, that's good. If yeah. you think you covered everything. Well, I might think of something. Yeah. As we get talking. I about. mean, I'm sure that like people can comment on this if they have specific questions or find you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's wow, what a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to say somebody has like a question about turkey hunting, their new turkey hunter, two things where, so first, if you could give somebody like a good resource, what would you say? Um, the National Wild Turkey Federation website has so much information on it. Okay. And I'm not, I don't know, maybe I 
there was probably like a, I, I probably read some articles there in the beginning as well a little bit too and yeah. like I had magazines back then mm-hmm. um, from them mm-hmm. but I really like it because if you've never heard a turkey before what they sound like because they have so many different right sounds yes. and things that they like their their communication there's so many different things that they do that mean different things and if you go on their website you can click on this audio spot and it'll it'll be actually like a turkey yelping a turkey clucking a turkey purring a kiki mm-hmm. like everything like the sound it makes when they fly down out of a tree yeah. like all the different noises and then yeah i didn't know any of that stuff um, when i was out in the woods hunting for many years like what all that meant yeah I mean, eventually you could tell if they were upset because mm-hmm. they would bugger off, but... Yeah, they'd make a lot of screeching noises. In but yeah, life. they have lots of different articles about spring hunting, fall hunting, all sorts of stuff about turkeys, anything you could want to know. Right. Um, April and I do every year some turkey hunting seminars um, with MWF, so someone could always sign up for those. That's true. I can't remember when we're doing one in April. I think it is, yeah. I, can't, I I know we did make a date. It's like the second week of April or something like that. And then we always do the bow session as well. Yes. So for any when of, there is becoming an Oklahoma yes, woman. Which there should be this year, right? So far as far as I know there is. Yeah. So that's usually, usually the first weekend of June. I think it's the second weekend of June this coming year because it's booked, it conflict. Yeah. There was some kind of conflict in scheduling. But for any women in Manitoba... That is, um, that's a program that Manitoba Wildlife Federation puts on. It's called Becoming an Outdoors Woman. And so they have, oh, they've got so many different um, classes that you can take in the weekend. I think you're allowed four classes over the weekend. Um, and you get to pick, you know, whatever you're interested in learning about. And Melissa and I do a turkey session uh, during that weekend. So that's a couple different things. You've got your, you've got the NWTF National Wild Turkey Federation website that you can go there for resources. You can take a course um, with Melissa and maybe learn something that way. Um, I also really like. I can't think of a channel in particular, mm-hmm. but I like watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, because then you're seeing how turkeys are acting in front of people if they're hunting them. Yeah. Um, and that's how I kind of learned to do a little bit of calling too. I would watch YouTube videos and if you just Google it, um, it'll like walk you through some of the calls and how they, how they motion on the box call to Mm -hmm. make it and stuff like that. Yeah. And we would, we'll just sit around practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about all you can do. And if somebody wants to maybe get in touch with you, maybe they have a specific question for you, or they just want to follow along when you're going out turkey hunting, where where can people find you? I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mainly on Instagram. Like I like I love posting photos. And if you follow me, I mean my camera lens wasn't working very well, and so I didn't get a lot of pictures this year. But I'm I get a lot of pictures of turkeys too. Yes. Um, I like posting pictures. I like taking pictures and talking about that kind of stuff. So Instagram. Turkeygirl.mb. Okay. Say it again. Turkeygirl.mb. Okay. I was thinking about changing my name, though. You're not allowed to change your name. I know. Everybody knows you. I did a vote one day, uh, like years ago, because I I do a lot of fishing. I fish more than I turkey hunt. I fish all year long. True. And I'm like, I just want, I don't know, like maybe I can incorporate it in my account somewhere. Oh. My name is Melissa Lindsay. Did we say Melissa Lindsay in the beginning? At the very beginning. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm. I don't know. I don't think anyone will let me change my Instagram name. I don't name. think so. I know another gal that wanted to change her Instagram name, and, and, and like she did a vote, and people are like, no, 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 no. You well, don't maybe, get maybe to, I'll just, you don't get to be a different person maybe anymore. Maybe I'll just do it sneakily when no one's watching. Uh, that, but then nobody will know. Like, they'll be like, where did she go? 
Nobody will know where you went. Oh, they'll figure it out someday. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I want to thank you. I know, I know that podcasting and like being on video and stuff like that isn't your like most loved thing. So I really appreciate you supporting me and coming on my podcast. Of course. So thank you. I'm getting better at it. Like you, you are, you're very good at it. I just, I know that it, sometimes it's not your favorite. This is definitely easier than sitting on video. I know, but sure. yeah, I feel like I remember, um, someone asked me like a long time ago, like when I first started Turkey Honey to do a podcast uh-huh. and I'm like, no, I'm too shy. I don't know anything. <laughs> and now I'm just like, now I feel like I, I know enough stuff that I, that you can yeah. teach. Yeah. Yeah. That it doesn't sound like I'm a poser. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would never, ever say that. <laughs> poser would not be my go-to word. Oh, a different word? Yeah, probably. Oh. But not poser. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you. Well, thanks for having me. You bet. We're fishing right now. Maybe we'll catch some fish. Or go to bed. Yeah, I'll have a beverage and go to bed. Yeah. I gotta stoke the stove. It's getting cold in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.